One, two, this'll do. It's a beautiful day in Pinehurst. <laughs> Welcome back to the Lynx Golf Podcast. This is digital editor Al Lunsford sitting here on the porch veranda coming to you live from Pinehurst Resort uh, where we're spending a week down here playing just about as much golf as we can handle. Um, and joining me today is my father, Greg Lunsford, a previous podcast guest. Glad to be back again, son. Thank you so much for having me. Sure, of course. Just This is pretty special right here. We're, I mean, we're literally looking out right next to the big American flag pole. There's Putter Boy over to our left in the Thistledew putting course to our immediate center and right is the the cradle short course and pinehurst and all its beauties is all around us it's hard to describe this being right here isn't no, it? this is uh, just an absolutely fantastic uh, place to be. Um, it's very serene uh, at Pinehurst, um, but uh, this is uh, just a f- gorgeous morning here and looking at, out at everybody uh, putting on the greens and playing the uh, par three. Everybody is having a good time. Everybody's relaxed. Um, it truly is a beautiful day in Pinehurst. That's correct. We'll get to the, the Thistledew putting course and the cradle here shortly but what we wanted to talk to you about today was uh monday the first day we we drove from burlington north carolina where my father and and i grew up up to sanford and we started our our trip in pinehurst playing tobacco road so we felt it was one of the more unique days of golf that you can really play anywhere um but certainly in pinehurst uh we started tobacco road in the morning and we transitioned and and had ourselves a ball playing the cradle putting it around on this rolling sprawling putting green over here this will do and it was just the best but i know a lot of our readership and a lot of our following is very keen about tobacco road just having seen the imagery from the place and and knowing it's kind of lore mike strands's playground essentially to do do with it what he liked and really put his artistic spin on a golf course it's a it's a polarizing place i think because you can just get absolutely beat up all day out there but it's like nothing i've ever seen i don't know dad if you've ever experienced anything close to a course like that no i hadn't uh, and it was just great i had been wanting to play it for quite some time I feel um, silly that i hadn't it's only an hour and 15 minutes away from burlington but uh, just hadn't had the opportunity uh, so grateful to have had the opportunity and and boy were they uh, so nice and accommodating there um, to have us uh, it is a gorgeous piece of property um, and the golf course is just fantastic it's it is, as you said, um, unlike anything that I had seen or played. It did remind me in some of the topography and uh, of uh, a couple of the uh, courses out at Bandon Dunes, um, which uh, was a uh, wonderful reminder. It, it, it truly is spectacular. So opened in 1998, a former sand quarry, I guess, mm-hmm. and tobacco fields hence the name Mm -hmm. and when you pull in it's you know it's one of those places uh there are a lot of those 
very mystical courses out there where it's kind of unassuming when you pull in you see a small sign that reads tobacco road and you don't really know what you're turning into the clubhouse is is very cool old school wood cabin almost and to look like an old tobacco barn mm-hmm. um, and I remember uh, recall as we turned in uh, off what was a uh, busy road and uh, we hadn't traveled too far down the, the lane there and you it was uh, kind of oh this is this is really uh, kind of special back mm-hmm. here um, who knew yeah it's it's tucked uh, into you know hidden in plain sight almost exactly and you get down and even the the driving range there is is somewhat unassuming it's just a you know standard in in the pines you're you're hitting out and again still not sure what to expect even having looked up the topography and the holes online beforehand and knowing there's something wild afoot yeah that's true because i yeah i did my homework once i realized that i was going to get a chance to play but uh youtube videos and uh other online presence really doesn't do it justice just to see it uh in person is uh, is uh, really terrific. You do get your first taste looking at the putting green and how drastic, you know, it's kind of two uh, shelves, if you will, with some almost like a 10 to 20 foot drop that you can putt down if you want to. And that's where you kind of get your first taste of, uh, you know, something unique. Yeah, I didn't spend too much time on that putting green. It uh, uh, looked too difficult for me, but uh, it was beautiful. And I'm not sure it would help. I mean, you can't really prepare for some of the (laughs) the places you're going to find yourself in on that course. (laughs) Right. Um, We were joined. We were very fortunate, I think, to be joined um, and uh, guests. Our, our host was Martha Hudson, or Partha, as some people call her. <laughs> um, just wanted to say a, a quick thank you to her again for having us out. But it made, we were talking, it made a, a big difference for us, having not seen that place before. Martha knows the ins and outs. She's the one who sets the pins for the, the Tough Day competition, the Aegean tournament that they have out there, which, good luck making par on any hole. Oh, she was just a <laughs> uh, uh, just a joy to be with, and uh, what a good golfer she is—a fine player. Uh, but you're right, Al. She was uh, able to almost uh, be a caddy for us, and um, from a golf standpoint, I think it um, made it uh, maybe uh, easier th- than it would be. Um, but uh, just from a fan's standpoint, um, uh, she was able to give us uh, the nuances of how this was designed and why this was done this way and uh, what uh, the architect uh, he wanted to leave that and he wanted to leave this because and that's that's an aiming point and it was just really really cool the way that uh, they put it together it's a it's a wonderful property yeah she was a tour guide she was a caddy and she was a really good playing partner all kind of enveloped into one which made her a great day um one of the first tips that she gave us about Tobacco Road um, is standing on the first tee and this whole par five, you've got two high distinct 
sand mounds where you can't really see anything but a strip of fairway and what we're kind of told and briefed on for the the remainder of the day is that obviously that's by design what mike was trying to do here is intimidate you and trick you into thinking you had nowhere to go but actually in fact there are these natural sight lines or natural targets that he's constructed where if you play it towards the intended line there's there's actually plenty of room yeah, out there ample fairway um you just can't see it you have to trust their trust us there it is uh, trust your swing uh there's some places that you don't want to you know put your golf ball but that's the same uh as it is on any golf course uh, mm-hmm. for the most part uh, but uh there's there's ample space uh to play and uh uh, kind of the challenge is trusting yourself, trusting your swing to, to hit the ball where you know it needs to go. And that maybe is probably the most polarizing thing about Tobacco Road is that you, you have more than a few blind shots, which are already in itself something that you either love or you hate. And you're going to have to accept uh, and and be enjoy, I guess, being in an uncomfortable spot or being in a, a place that a golf course you'd play on a typical weekend um, you don't see. And... I mean, I just thought it was great. And maybe that's because I played decent, halfway decent. No, but. You, played, you played very well, <laughs> as a matter of fact. Um, no, uh, part of it is uh, uh, your expectations. And uh, I, my expectations were not to <laughs> to play Tobacco Road and shoot the my lowest round ever. Um, that wasn't going to happen. Um, it, was, it wasn't about uh, shooting the absolute lowest score, but just uh, going to go around that golf course and enjoying the beauty beauty of it and, and enjoying the, the challenge of hitting golf shots that uh, are are not like any other golf course. Um, and that was just a, a wonderful reward. And uh, you, you played extremely well. Um, I, I wasn't dissatisfied with my round in the least um, because it was just an enjoyable, an enjoyable day. Yeah. No, it, it is a just gorgeous property. It's in pristine condition. And... A, a delight. What, thinking back on some of those, the holes that we played, did you have one or two that were, were your favorites out there? I guess, um, I, I think it's 13, um, the, where the green is uh, essentially obscured by two mounds. Um, and there is a uh, slice of, uh, of uh, fairway in between those two mounds. Uh, on the other side is a uh, ample size green, um, but uh, that approach shot in that you hit kind of in between those mounds um, is uh, really a challenge. Mm-hmm. It, I, I really like that one. Yeah, it's funny. It's it's one of the more photographed holes on that golf course. Um, there's a tee box for the next hole, part three, fourteenth, all the way back that you run up on in this kind of plateau where um, you can set up and see, look straight down onto the green you just played, which again is mostly blind from your approach. But it's a very cool visual and it's easy to photograph that course because it's so visually stunning i liked i think one of the first uh par threes that we played and i'm trying to think back maybe it was six 
very long, skinny green stretching over. Oh, goodness. <laughs> All is well. We are at Pinehurst, and there's a road that <laughs> stretches along the cradle, what I guess used to be number three or five right there, and traffic is... Nobody was harmed in the making of this podcast. No one was harmed here. Actually, this is funny because I think that's where somebody honked in my backswing when we played a long time ago. <laughs> I was like, are you kidding me? We're at Pinehurst and that happened. But um, we're, this is a live setting we're in. Um, and there are a lot of people here already enjoying the cradle. And this will do here at 10 in the morning. Um, alas, the overall feeling, I think you get from tobacco road is is that i never played a round of golf in my life like that and i don't think i ever will again until i come back that's a pretty um safe statement i mean it's it's one of a kind Uh, i don't think that uh, a lot of people would think to to make a golf course out of a a sand quarry and leave it as a sand quarry for uh, all intensive purposes but uh Gosh, it's it's sure, sure did make for a, a a wonderful day of golf. And that was just the beginning. And so now we we played tobacco. We started at about seven fifty, and got through. Had some lunch. Had a really good chicken salad sandwich. Uh, one of my favorite clubhouse fair items on a golf course. I'm always searching for the next great chicken salad sandwich. Tobacco Road has a very good one uh, for what it's worth. Uh, and then we we drove on over. That was probably 10 or 15 minutes or so, maybe 20, from Pinehurst proper, from the center of downtown uh, Pinehurst. And we had a 2 p.m. tea time on the cradle. That's also something I didn't realize I'd heard about the cradle before, but I didn't realize it was based on tee times um, for a short course. I just kind of assumed you'd go out and get on where you fit in. Um, but they, they've implemented the tee time system, I think, to success. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, there's a lot of people it's here. It's a good way to do it. Good way to get people around it. And so we both remembered... I think the cradle from coming here to Pinehurst for the U.S. Open and what they... Yeah, when it wasn't the cradle. When it wasn't the cradle, it was uh, just the driving range for the professionals. Um, Looking out at the first holes of number three and number five here at Pinehurst. Yes. And again, we'll be, we actually just caught up with Tom Pashley, the president of Pinehurst, and told us again that it would be the driving range for the pros at the 2024 U.S. Open in what is expected to be the most unique driving range in U.S. Open history, as he said. The coolest driving range in golf. Yeah. Yeah, which it has to be. Um, it meanders over, yeah, I don't know how, how big we're looking at the property Ten here. Ten acres. Yep. Um, and you can see in the distance it still uses existing green sites from what was there um, mm-hmm. of those first holes on three and five. But they've added in uh, nine greens for the cradle. They have holes ranging anywhere on the scorecard. I think the max you look at is 127 all the way down to about 50 yards, but it can change. They tell you when you you check in at the little shack before the tee box that don't really 
trust what's on the scorecard uh, yeah. because it changes variably yeah. every day. It can change some holes. The ninth here, T we're looking at, can change a good 50 yards depending on where you put it. Yeah, the the, the green um, complexes, I mean, the T complexes are so big that they can move the T's around 30 or 40 yards, um, which, you know, is, is just fantastic. Uh, it, it's beautiful. Um, we're out here now, uh, early morning, and uh, there are an, a, a number of folks out there just enjoying a little par three this morning. It's just great. I spoke with Bob Farron this morning that who's known as the keeper of the greens, the director of agronomy here at Pinehurst Resort. And he was the one who kind of had the kernel of an idea for the cradle um, and what they were to do here. And essentially, they had to make sure that they could make work what they were losing from three and five um, on the other side of the highway here, which they've done masterfully. And that he called three is a shorter, not miniature, but a, a smaller version of number two is what it's become. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a, a property that shouldn't be overlooked, a course that shouldn't be overlooked if you, you plan a trip here to Pinehurst. But they were able to sculpt with Gil Hans this nine-hole short course. It kind of set the stage for Gil's work on number four, which just was uh, redone and opened in 2018. Um, what Bob said is he what he did on the cradle um, was almost like a warm-up for him to be able to go over to number four and, and get an idea of what he was working with here at Pinehurst. It's phenomenal, though. I, the green complexes on the cradle are just as good as as number four maybe oh, that yeah. we played without a doubt you have some kind of classic design holes there's a punch bowl green i think the third holes or maybe uh yeah third hole is known as the punch bowl uh so you you get an idea of of the creativity involved in it and, um, and the starter told us i don't know if he's telling us the truth or not i assume he was but there's been over 500 holes in one already we did not contribute <laughs> to that number or not yet at least we might take another <laughs> crack at it it's so relaxed i think i took three clubs out yeah. here and it it's fun you you may not have the exact yardage for one of those three clubs you carry out, but it kind of forces you to be creative with your shot making, and it's it's a fun walk. There's music strategically set on the golf course um, where after noon they start rolling out the tunes, and you can you can hear it from any point on the golf course. Yeah, I had to come here to Pinehurst uh, uh, many times. Uh, it's it's created a, a new and different vibe than uh, uh, than had been here previously. Uh, an additional vibe, of course, you, it do, it doesn't take anything away from uh, the traditional um, feeling that you have here at Pinehurst. Absolutely not, but it enhances it. In the afternoons, uh, people are enjoying a par three on. Pinehurst um, golf course uh, fairways and greens, Bermuda fairways and greens. Good music is playing uh, that can be heard on every hole, and they even have their own uh, refreshment stand uh, known as the Pine Cone that we're looking at in the distance with Adirondack chairs for your viewing and enjoying pleasure as you can look over the golf course. Uh, take a break between your uh, eighth and ninth hole uh, and have a little refreshment if you'd like. 
like. So it's uh, it's really, really cool. I think that's the best place. If you want to just take everything in, if you're not sitting out here on the back porch of the clubhouse, go out to the pine cone, this little trailer that they've turned into a, a bar out there. Um, it's very cool. It kind of folds up into itself. It looks like a pine cone. Looks like a giant pine cone. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, enjoy yourself uh, a beverage on the chairs overlooking the course, which you can also do here at Thistledew, the 18-hole putting course that is set on the sprawling practice putting green, which Gil also had a hand in here. They change the routing. I think there's maybe three different routings they can take, they said. So you're not going to get the same exact putting course every day. But, you know, it's it's simple. Uh, everything kind of blends and, and looks very uh, Pinehurst unique. Everything about Pinehurst is the little details we started to notice. First class. The, um, the putting green uh, is just huge i mean you you could almost uh fit a little league baseball park in uh, <laughs> i'd say so <laughs> in the putting green area it's that big so yeah. um and this will do is just fantastic there are mounds out there and uh, putts that you uh some that you would have on the greens of pinehurst and and uh, some that you, you haven't seen before it's almost like you're putting on a black diamond at a ski resort yeah. with moguls everywhere <laughs> each hole marker uh, is a, a stake with your hole number and, and on top has two cup holders yeah. for your beverages as you're, you're walking around and it's not like any putt-putt course you've ever played. Good luck making any hole-in-one out here. If you do, you've, you've accomplished something great. I don't it's know what the course challenge. record is on the on Thistledew. We were told the course record of the cradle was 19. I think I had 19 shots maybe within the first five holes the first time we played it. Um, so you're going to want to get around both the cradle and Thistledew multiple times not because i'm telling you to but because when you experience it yourself you're just going to want to experience it again it's it's great it again it it enhances the uh, golf experience here at pinehurst everything's first class Uh, they are um, uh, open and welcoming you to come back to pinehurst or to come for the first time it's just truly uh, a wonderful place so that kind of sums up what we thought was one of the more unique days of golf that you can have that we've certainly had in our lives. And, and it's a good way maybe to, to start your trip if you'd like to, to settle into what it'll be like to play on number two and number four with the cradle, um, but play uh, unique property there's so many golf courses in the area you can play and and tobacco roads just right down the road here i would encourage anyone to make the short drive over there too if you're in town um, staying at the resort and then have at it with number two and number four number eight and enjoy the rest of the properties here at pinehurst that are built and really make up this cradle of American golf. Yeah, and as you said, the rest of the properties, uh, we also have had the pleasure of playing number one and number nine, um, and uh, I had not played either one of those uh, uh, tracks before, and they were just fantastic. <laughs> All these courses are just first class, and they're just great. 
And we can't say thank you enough for the people who, for the resort itself and the people who brought us out here. Um, Alex Podlogger with Pinehurst and, and Shane Sharp with Southbound Marketing. Martha, Martha over at Tobacco Road for having <laughs> us out. We really enjoyed it. And we hope you do too. If you, uh, if you get the chance to go out there, let us know how your experience was and feel free to tell us about maybe your previous rounds you've had at Pinehurst, at the Cradle, uh, at Tobacco Road, or anywhere else in the area. Um, hopefully it, you were inspired by our talk and, and go see it for yourself. Come on down. Come on down to Pinehurst. All right. Thanks, Dad, for sitting down with me. Let's go get ready for number two. Always a pleasure. Looking forward to it. All right.